BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down a wicked Wednesday has begun. Countdown to Christmas continues. Countdown to kickoff. Countdown to extinction. Let's do this thing. Right, we break it down on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. And we've got a goal for the Edmonton Oilers. 4-3 for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, right now in Dallas, and I didn't realize it was a dad night uh, tonight uh, for the Oilers. I don't know if that means anything. We'll get. We'll ask Cam about this. Uh, the Rage Reddit Cam Stewart's going to join us. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano. Uh, we'll kick it with us. Mo Dekeel. We'll talk NBA basketball. Uh, you know, I think it meant something the first time. Like years ago, like they didn't used to do this, right? Like if you don't know what I'm talking about, like it's uh, Father's Night in the in the NHL. Sometimes it's like f- for a couple of nights, right? Sometimes it's one night, depending on the team and the situation. But basically, and they have a Mother's Night now too. So it's like basically all the fathers of the players on the team are all with the team. Right, so they'll go out. They'll go out and hang out together. Like the, basically, the fathers are part of the team, right? The fathers get you know will go out with the team. They'll you know, hey, hey son, what's your life like in the NHL, right? So the fathers will hang out maybe for like two games or four days, a couple of days. It used to be you know sometimes it's just one game, whatever. And when it started, you know, it was it actually had an edge to it, right? It was like yeah, well the guys' father, all their fathers are here and stuff. They're gonna raise it up a notch. I don't know. I think it's kind of worn off over the years. They've been doing it for a while. They've got a mother's one as well when all the mothers uh, are there. So, something to keep our eye on in this hockey game. We're on the Edmonton Oilers in this game. Uh, we're, we're on the Edmonton uh, Oilers. So, Mo Dekeel will step up and then we'll talk NBA. we got a bowl game going on right now. And i got to tell you, it's nice. Nice to be on the right. 
game and you don't have to worry about uh, stressing or sweating it out. And that's where we're at here right now. We're on Western Kentucky and we're on the over. The game's already gone over the number and Western Kentucky are winning 41-17. I'm not used to it, actually. I'm almost like... You know, but I'm smart enough not to bet it again. I could, like, bring more stress into my life and say, you know what, I'll bet the over 71 and a half now, but why? Why? We've been going pretty big on these games, even though I didn't want to do it. My plan was to bet, like, 250 a bowl game. Like, start off 250 a unit, and, you know, if I bet in-game and stuff, but I've been going, like, dimes and stuff. I've been basically, like, betting, you know, over 1,000 on every one of these bowl games. So that's sort of where I'm at now. I'm like, well... I've sort of started betting it like, you know, actually more than a dime, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of crazy to do it. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I don't think I'm going to have that much money on that bowl game tomorrow with Air Force and Baylor, because I don't know. This one, I knew. I was like, yeah, this one, I know how this game's going to play out tonight. Let's roll. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates as we throw it down. Countdown to Christmas continues. Countdown to NFL kickoff continues. We've got Thursday night to football, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. A massive football game for both teams. A basic playoff eliminator for the New York Jets. And as far as the Jacksonville Jags are concerned, the Jags, of course, are trying to catch the Tennessee Titans. And uh, the Tennessee Titans will be without their starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, for the rest of the season. Tannehill's season is over. Teresa Walker joined us last night and told us they were concerned about Ryan Tannehill and were preparing for Malik Willis to start uh, this week. Yet Malik Willis is going to be starting more than just this week. The number has dropped a big time. There's all kinds of news from the National Football League. Colt McCoy is out. Trace McSorley is in. I'm not really sure that matters because you can't really, you know, can't get worse uh, than Colt McCoy. Um, speaking of which, Jeff Saturday evidently thinks he can't get any worse than Matt Ryan. Is can can things get any worse for Matt Ryan? So basically, if you're Matt Ryan, you went to Indianapolis to be the savior. And you've been benched for some college stiff and Sam Ellinger that, like, sucks. And now you've been benched for a dude that won a Super Bowl uh, once and has basically done nothing else in, you know, whatever, how long he's been in the national football. Like, that's cold. You get benched for Sam Ellinger and Nick Foles in the same season? Man, it's a cold world. Well, he does make a lot of money. Uh, we don't expect Jalen Hurts to play. He hasn't been practicing. Lamar Jackson uh, didn't practice. But the biggest news of the day in the National Football League is Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Fame running back Franco Harris. Unfortunately, has passed away. A true icon. You know, just you know, someone that's just synonymous with the National Football League. And when I think, if I played, like, if you asked me to play, like, word association with the NFL, said, all right, show me the NFL logo. What do I think of? I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think of Franco Harris. And it's amazing that he passes away and the Steelers are playing the Raiders this week. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down a wicked Wednesday has begun. Countdown to Christmas continues. Countdown to kickoff. Countdown to extinction. Let's do this thing. Right, we break it down on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. And we've got a goal for the Edmonton Oilers. 4-3 for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, right now in Dallas, and I didn't realize it was a dad night uh, tonight uh, for the Oilers. I don't know if that means anything. We'll get. We'll ask Cam about this. Uh, the Rage Reddit Cam Stewart's going to join us. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano. Uh, we'll kick it with us. Mo Dekeel. We'll talk NBA basketball. Uh, you know, I think it meant something the first time. Like years ago, like, they didn't used to do this, right? Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, it's uh, Father's Night in the, in the NHL. Sometimes it's, like, f- for a couple of nights, right? Sometimes it's one night, depending on the team and the situation. But basically, and they have a Mother's Night now, too. So it's, like, basically all the fathers of the players on the team are all with the team, Right, so they'll go out. They'll go out and hang out together. Like the, basically, the fathers are part of the team, right? The fathers get you know will go out with the team. They'll you know, hey, hey son, what's your life like in the NHL, right? So the fathers will hang out maybe for like two games or four days, a couple of days. It used to be you know sometimes it's just one game, whatever. And when it started, 
you know, it was it actually had an edge to it, right? It was like, yeah, well, the guy's father, all their fathers are here and stuff. They're going to raise it up a notch. I don't know. I think it's kind of worn off over the years. They've been doing it for a while. They've got a mother's one as well when all the mothers uh, are there. So something to keep our eye on in this hockey game. We're on the Edmonton Oilers in this game. Uh, we're, we're on the Edmonton uh, Oilers. So Mo Dekeel will step up and then we'll talk NBA. we got a bowl game going on right now. And i got to tell you, it's nice. Nice to be on the right. And you don't have to worry about uh, stressing or sweating it out. And that's where we're at here right now. We're on Western Kentucky and we're on the over. The game's already gone over the number. And Western Kentucky are winning 41-17. I'm not used to it, actually. I'm almost like... You know, but I'm smart enough not to bet it again. I could, like, bring more stress into my life and say, you know what, I'll bet the over 71 and a half now, but why? Why? We've been going pretty big on these games, even though I didn't want to do it. My plan was to bet, like, 250 a bowl game. Like, start off 250 a unit, and, you know, if I bet in-game and stuff, but I've been going, like, dimes and stuff. I've been basically, like, betting, you know, over 1,000 on every one of these bowl games. So that's sort of where I'm at now. I'm like, well... I've sort of started betting it like, you know, actually more than a dime, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of crazy to do it. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I don't think I'm going to have that much money on that bowl game tomorrow with Air Force and Baylor, because I don't know. This one, I knew. I was like, yeah, this one, I know how this game's going to play out tonight. Let's roll. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates as we throw it down. Countdown to Christmas continues. Countdown to NFL kickoff continues. We've got Thursday night uh, football of the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. A massive football game for both teams. A basic playoff eliminator for the New York Jets. And as far as the Jacksonville Jags are concerned, the Jags, of course, are trying to catch the Tennessee Titans. And uh, the Tennessee Titans will be without their starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, for the rest of the season. Tannehill's season is over. Teresa Walker joined us last night and told us they were concerned about Ryan Tannehill and were preparing for Malik Willis to start uh, this week. Yet Malik Willis is going to be starting more than just this week. The number has dropped a big time. There's all kinds of news from the National Football League. Colt McCoy is out. Trace McSorley is in. I'm not really sure that matters because you can't really, you know, can't get worse uh, than Colt McCoy. Um, speaking of which, Jeff Saturday evidently thinks he can't get any worse than Matt Ryan. Is can can things get any worse for Matt Ryan? So basically, if you're Matt Ryan, you went to Indianapolis to be the savior. And you've been benched for some college stiff and Sam Ellinger that, like, sucks. And now you've been benched for a dude that won a Super Bowl uh, once and has basically done nothing else in, you know, whatever, how long he's been in the National Football. Like, that's cold. You get benched for Sam Ellinger and Nick Foles in the same season? Man, it's a cold world. Well, he does make a lot of money. Uh, we don't expect Jalen Hurts to play. He hasn't been practicing. Lamar Jackson uh, didn't practice. But the biggest news of the day in the National Football League is Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Fame running back Franco Harris, unfortunately, has passed away. A true icon 
you know, just you know, someone that's just synonymous with the National Football League. And what I think, if I played like, if you asked me to play like word association with the NFL, said, all right, show me the NFL logo. What do I think of? I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think of Franco Harris. And it's amazing that he passes away and the Steelers are playing the Raiders this week. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. How much? $100? $200? Stop. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Oh, yeah. Late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Ramsey. The pistol parts, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Bowl season continues. And uh, it's 44 23 right now with six minutes left. The Hilltoppers up on the Jags. We have another Jaguar team playing tomorrow. So uh, the New Orleans Bowl has gone over the number. It usually does. It's usually a pretty high scoring uh, football game. Speaking of high scoring, the Sacramento Kings. Have 132 points right now on the Lakers, 132 to 113. If you remember, as Ray Jaretta, Cam Stewart is joining us. If you remember, Cam, did you get in on that parlay, Nashville Predators, Sacramento Kings money line? I did, and the fact that Nashville actually won by two goals, too, was like Chicago was leading 2-1. to one. I'm like, oh, okay, let's just hope for the win, and they get the, the two-goal win. Gabe, excellent. Uh, yes, it's been very, very good night tonight. The Raptors got it done. We tried to convince Dave and the coach that it was a good spot for them tonight. They grinded it out. It's uh, been a good evening. I can't complain. Very happy right now. And the Raptors, big win for the Raptors uh, tonight. We put 300 bucks on the Raptors, and I was sweating it out a little bit. Uh, tonight, and I got to be honest, I was expecting them to lose uh, this game, even though they won tonight. 
at late in the game. They're just not good in close games. But even though they won tonight, it goes to show what it takes for these guys to win. <laughs> like, like Pascal Siakam had to score 52 points, and they barely won the game. <laughs> like, True. It's like one of those type of deals. There's, there's, yeah, there, you know what I mean? There's trouble in paradise, so to speak. But what a m- massive game for Pascal Siakam tonight at Madison Square Garden. You know what's crazy, actually? So he scores 52 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, seven to 25 shoot, 17 to 25 shooting, which that's what's amazing about that. A lot of guys in the NBA nowadays, they put up these big numbers and stuff. Yeah, you look at the box score after, it's like, man. He was like nine at twenty-seven, like type of thing or whatever. Yeah. Hit a bunch of free throws, hit a couple of threes, right or whatnot. Like fifty-two points on twenty-five shots, guys. Right. That that's what you call efficiency. Fifty. It was a career high is fifty-two. Uh, what's uh, what's impressive as well is um, not there's not he's one of only um, only James Harden, LeBron, and Curry in the NBA have scored 50 or more to Madison Square Garden. So he's just the fourth current active guy. Only four active players in the NBA have ever scored 50 points in a game at Madison Square Garden. Steph Curry, LeBron James, James Harden, and now Pascal Siakam. Not a bad list to be on for a kid that's coming from New Mexico State and um, started off his career in the D-League. I think it was the D-League before. It wasn't the G League then. It was called the D League, I think. He was the yes. MVP, though, of the 905s, actually. Right. He won a yeah. championship with the Toronto Raptors D League, G League team, or whatever. He worked his way up, man, to an all star, a champion. Now he's dropping 50 plus. He's going to be making a lot of money because he's got another contract coming up. So at least we made some money on them uh, tonight. So, Cam, I was going to ask you about some of this golf this week. I don't know if you have any plays. Because this is some real, there's so there was some real D-Gen stuff. Like basically, like you see, like there was like I don't know if it was Taiwan and Philippines and stuff like that. It was a lot of Asian India, tournaments going on. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at a couple of guys in uh, India. I think it's a lot of the Indian guys are in that tournament, like Shabhankar Shankar and uh, some of these other guys there. I'm not sure if Anna, if Arnabon Lahiri was there. I bet him, but I don't he know wasn't. these guys. No, he wasn't. This is basically like the Hooters Tour of India tournament. They had like three balls and Gabe, I watch yeah. golf. It's a qualified, qualifier yeah. tours of the Indian tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so if you, know, if you know, like I knew, like if, if you know more than one guy in these three balls, gotta hand it to you. I'm watching golf golf channel. Like I have it in the background. I don't know who these guys are. Like nobody knows who they, they are. You can't even bet this stuff. I was scrolling no. for a tournament. You know it's Nothing bad. There. You know it's like a real low tournament when Bet365 doesn't even have in-game for it. No, they don't even guys have ones. in-game for 14-year-old <laughs> girls in like Vietnam playing volleyball, right? Even there, they're like, nah, we can't set a number for this golf tournament. No, I, 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 bet, I bet on the NCAA girl. I remember I hit that girl Moore from Arizona. I bet on Q schools. I bet on like anything they post. They had no, I looked for an outright. They had nothing but three balls in, in this tournament. I'm like, what the hell is this stuff? Yeah, it was pretty uh, slim pickings. All right, uh, so there's a ton a ton of uh, NFL quarterback changes this week, and we're going to go over the weather after, but weather is going to be a massive factor in the NFL this weekend. Guys, basically, it's going to be the coldest weekend in the NFL in 22 years. Like, there's more cold, like, it's get long story short. Guys, they're gonna, it's going to be the coldest game in Pittsburgh since 1989. What does that say? They've had some cold weather games there over the years. Yeah, it's cold. Uh, let Very us know cold. when Babano creeps up. No, that's, that's, that's is Babano here? I was just going to say, where, where's Babano? I don't know where he is. 
mm-hmm, creeping. Late night he'll creeping. He'll slide in. Yeah, he'll slide in. He, I guess he's got some NHL uh, games he's got to escape or find a way to middle or do something with those uh, late games. I have no idea. Oh, he's got to finish burying the bodies in his backyard, one, one or the other. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> one or the other. All right, so, so Zach, Zach Wilson will be the quarterback tomorrow for the Jets. Mike White can't play ever since he got his ribs crushed by the, the Bills. So um, the Jets are one-and-a-half-point favorites right now in this game. Trevor Lawrence has got a bad, I don't know, he's got an injured toe or whatever, but he's going to be playing. It's going to be raining. And kind of cold and windy tomorrow night at MetLife. For the record, let me get the exact temperature. And I listen, if there's one place I do know, I know that stadium and I know that parking lot. I know that whole area well. And it's windy and on a nice day there. Like it's, you know, there's something about it. I don't know. It's like out of a movie, Cam. Like it could be, I swear to God, it used to be sunny in New York and stuff. And. MetLife is only like literally like I don't know, 18 minutes away from Manhattan or something like and then there you are and it's just always gray it's sort of like that like the Ottawa um, red black games you know what I mean it's always or Yukon like it's always it doesn't matter what the weather is everywhere else once you actually get into that parking lot there and once you get into the stadium there you're like man it's kind of weird and windy here it's it's swamplands it's in the middle of nowhere like it literally is that you know what I mean. They they call it you know, um, it really it really is swamps and like marshes and crap in the middle of New York and Jersey and stuff. It's weird, but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be bad weather. And also the Jags have lost ten straight bad weather football games. Cam, I think the Jets defense is gonna terrorize Trevor Lawrence. I think the love fest for the Jags is a little bit overblown right now. Yeah, they're good. But, like, people are acting like they've won a division and the Titans are just, like, done and the Jags are taking over the world and stuff. You know, the Jags are okay, but this is a tough spot for them. As long as, you know, as long as Zach Wilson doesn't do too many dumb things in this game, the Jets' defense should be enough, but it should be a close game because the Jets can't really pull away from anybody. No, they can't. And uh, as I talked about on the show tonight, Gabe, when we talked about putting it together, I did the over with the college game with South Alabama and Western Kentucky with Jacksonville plus eight and a half in another teaser. So that's my leg to it. Maybe I'll come in on Jets' money line and try to middle this game tomorrow because I don't think anybody's winning by eight uh, more than eight points in this football game. I think it's going to be a field goal game either way. I had Jacksonville against Dallas uh, last week. That worked out really well in that comeback. But you're right. Sauce Gardner's already one of the best in the league. I expect a very very smash mouth defensive type of game and I see like a 20 to 17 type of game uh, and I don't know who's going to win but uh, I like Jacksonville in a teaser getting the eight and a half all right so um, it's going to be 30 degrees so basically it's right on the freezing mark it's 30 degrees and it's going to be raining so sort of that that's the worst too you're almost better off with snow <laughs> you know like uh, you know seriously you know, if it's just snow, whatever, it's nice, it's snowing, and it comes down, and whatever. Man, you got, like, wet rain and stuff, and it's kind of freezing. That's when it sucks. Players hate that, too. Because it's hard time staying dry, then you get cold, and it's just, you know, your socks, your feet are all wet and stuff. It's not a fun time for anybody. I think the Jets sort of find a way to get this uh, done, I don't know, like, 2017 type thing. I think it'll be ultra close, Cam. Well, we just named the same score, so we better bet yeah. it tomorrow. That Green Bay score, actually, we had, I was thinking we were during the game, like, we might actually hit one pretty of these close. weird numbers. Yeah, it's just, it was. We got it sort of right with the, the, the gist of it. I mean, yeah, we, we said, did. 
21-9 to 23-9, all that weird stuff. Yep. But almost every game, weather's a factor. Um, quarterback situation. I don't think Lamar Jackson's playing again. Basically, Lamar Jackson hasn't practiced all week again. So, is he going to play? I doubt it. I don't think he's going to play. Uh, Josh Allen and uh, Fields are ready to go. Burrow and Mac Jones are ready to go. So, other quarterback situations. Malik Willis is in for Houston for the rest of the year. That number was seven. It's down to three right now. People are smoking like crack if you think that Ryan Tannehill is worth four points to a point spread. Like, they're Couldn't nuts. Agree more. No, I agree with you. Like, I, I, when I looked at that line, I'm like, wow, I'm getting seven with Houston. Yeah. That's something I can respect now. I'm like, why would you like that? Yeah, I'm sitting back and going, you know what? Three, Let's Cam? take Tennessee at three. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Gabe, you, Gabe, you know me. I bet on bad teams. I bet on dogs and stuff. And I'm like, this is like, that is crazy. Like, you're right. Ryan Tannehill, like, to, to Willis, three points. It's still the Tennessee Titans at home against the Houston Texans. If you're going to give me a touchdown, yeah, well, you know, I'll consider it. The Texans have been playing better. They've been covering numbers against Kansas City and Dallas. But at three, they're still a one in 12 team. That's (laughs) the thing. If you're betting, my point is, if you're betting the Texans at three, like go for it. Like you won't, they won't be seeing a set. Plus the Titan season's on the line cam. Like this is like a line in the sand game for them. And all they have to do is beat the Texans. I'm not saying the Titans are fine moving forward. They got problems, but I think they're going to win this game. They should. I want to check in on the Titans to make the playoff odds, actually, now. They were minus 150 before the injury. We'll get you updated on that because everyone, like I said, the Jags could stumble on their own, guys. As in lose tomorrow, the Titans win, and then suddenly, you know, this little Jags dream is a lot closer to being dead. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. This ladies and gentlemen are you an artist? Your husband's work is what we call outsider art. It could be by a mental patient or a hillbilly or a chimpanzee. I 
Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am RNC. Nick's eight-game win streak comes to an end. The Raptors' six-game losing streak comes to an end at Madison Square Garden. Pascal Siakam drops 52 points uh, tonight. Not a Raptors franchise record, surprisingly enough. Um, Van Fleet scored 54 once, but... Um, He's one of only four players to, in, in the league to score 50 or more at, at MSG. It's a big deal. You know, the big stage and all of that. Um, but I think more importantly, the Raptors get the win. And more importantly than that is we get the win and we get paid. All right, we got Babano stepping up and in and uh, joining us. What's going on, Babano? Or the, uh, what's going on? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, uh, and the Raptors needed that win in the worst way. It's actually nice to see them win a close game after the Philly and Brooklyn heartbreak. They finally got over the hump, and Siakam basically carried them there. You know, I've got a fortune cookie uh, here in front. We had a fortune cookie earlier. Mm. Not really sure what it means. You That's will dance to a different beat next summer. I like that. Well, basically, the fortune cookie's telling you you're going to be doing uh, new experiences in your life. That's what that means. A change of pace is coming your way. Yeah. So maybe you'll be betting in a different uh, state or province. (laughs) I'm pretty damn sure I'm going to be doing the same thing I've done year after year the last few. So, but we'll see. (laughs) Which is what, Babano? Drinking soup, betting, and uh, sandwiches? Most people, people, it sounds like that. It's not good. <laughs> Most people are like, I'm going to be doing the same thing for the rest of my life over and over. Uh, uh, Ian Cameron, uh, what is, all right, Cam, so what are you looking at uh, here uh, this week in the NFL? As I mentioned, big weather, better, big weather week, and uh, a lot of quarterbacks shuffling. And in fact, yeah, Trace McSorley is starting for Arizona. Colt McCoy is out now, which whatever. Colt McCoy sucks anyway, so that's where we're at. We're at this time of the year in the NFL now, man craziness and all the games are on saturday except for three on sunday what are you looking at cam yeah i'm kind of a different game and uh, i really love cats and one cat i've been riding the detroit lions game and i'm not sure this with this carolina game i know bovey came on our show and talked about carolina at three i was kind of looking at that uh one game i do like i i know this sounds insane i like the patriots to cover against cincinnati uh i know we're taking cincinnati all the time they've been making people money i just think this is kind of a spot for new england this week i'm not sure um you know popular pick or not it's just more of an instinct play and i know that that was a real bad loss to the raiders but i I think the Patriots show up, and one thing they have is a good defense, and I think they can get some pressure on the quarterback. I expect a pretty tight game there. Um, I know a lot of people like Chicago against Buffalo, getting multiple points. I don't. Uh, the Bills have been killing me against the spread, though, Gabe. They're winning money line parlays and teasers, but they, they're having problems covering these, these big numbers, and kind of a shocker, and I know people are going to laugh at me. I like Washington to cover. Seven, I got seven and a half. It's seven against San Francisco. Like some, as usual, Gabe, really weird stuff. What do you think, Babano? Uh, there's a couple of those. I've I, Cincinnati, I don't love the spot for them, too. I don't think I'd be on New England, but I think it would be enough to keep me off. I like Detroit against uh, Carolina, uh, even though you know they're on the road for a second straight week. I don't know if that was a big loss for Carolina last week, and I didn't really like the way they played, especially on defense. Pittsburgh just got first down after first down, own time of possession. Panthers' defense really had no answer. You know, if you're struggling to stop Mitch Trubisky and the Steeler offense, how are you going to fare against a, a revitalized Detroit you know, offense that's played really good in recent weeks? I was actually impressed with the Detroit offense last week, even though, you know, they 
didn't score the big number of points they had before. They didn't make too many mistakes. Goff made the big play in the flat to the tight end when the game was on the line. They did what they had to do to win it against a good defense on the road. So I think Detroit, as long as it stays two and a half, the side I'd look at there. Bills, Bears, uh, boy, I, Buffalo should roll. I don't love the idea of laying eight, eight and a half on the road, but I don't, I don't think I could endorse Chicago here with the quarterback situation. You might be right, Cam, about Washington. You know, it's a back-against-the-wall spot for them now, especially after losing Sunday night football to the Giants. They have no margin for error now when it comes to the playoffs. And with San Francisco beating down Tom Brady and the Bucks, and then getting a huge divisional win on the road against Seattle on a short week last Thursday, they pretty much sealed the NFC West. And, and guys, so but Mano, that Travis Homer fumble was the worst. Yeah. Gabe, we, Gabe, we were on him yeah. that night. Dude, that changed the whole face of the game. And now, like, we know who Purdy is. And I know San Francisco, I think they have the best defense in the National Football League. But I don't know. I just see a closer game, Gabe. I know it's probably kind of crazy to think that. But I think Washington no, like, is a heartbreaker. So. Yeah, I think Washington think? match. I think they match up well with them, actually. I think it'll be a smash-mouth, closer football game. Lower Good. scoring, close game. You're right. That San Francisco, well, you know, it was kind of strange. You know, it was a close game, but it felt like it wasn't. Like the score was, but it felt like it wasn't. Yeah. It was strange. But you're right. The homer fumble really changed everything. They were in that game, right? They, they, they were. really were in that football game. But as far as the Detroit Lions are concerned, um, this team right now, they're a dangerous team. They've won six of their last seven games. And the one loss that they had in that run actually was to the Buffalo Bills. On Thanksgiving Day, and if you guys remember, the Bills, it was close. Like, the Bills scored with, like, a minute left or something. Because I remember we were live on the air, and I was getting mad that the Bills, like, it was like, oh, boy, here we go. Josh Allen led a late drive. They won the game, which happens a lot uh, this year. But the Detroit Lion offense, this offense is one of the best offenses in the National Football League. And I don't really see why it'll get slowed down here by Carolina too much. Carolina's got a decent defense, but... You look at Detroit. Detroit actually have the they score the exact same amount of points as Cincinnati Bengals do, Cam. See, there's always perception of reality yep. and stuff like that when people think oh. this and oh Jared Goff that yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Put it this way. The Buffalo Bills, Cam and Babana, the Buffalo Bills score twenty seven point five points per game. Yeah. The Detroit Lions score twenty six point four. They're right you know behind I mean? the Bills. They're fifth in the NFL in points scored. Like, the Lions' offense is fine. <laughs> That's not I their problem. Jared, I wish Jared Goff would listen to our network because me and you hit, defended this guy years ago. Like, when everyone, like, used him as basically trash. And now, you know what he is? He's a serviceable, better-than-average quarterback that can run an offense, you know? And now all their young players on Detroit, uh, they're getting better. Your boy from Mitchison Hutchinson, he's guy's an animal. All those young guys, and they're growing together as a team. I'll give Dan Campbell credit, too. Uh, running Sewell in a... a in a play to end the game. The guy's like 360 pounds, like actually taking tricks out of the bag and trying to ice games. He's been very, very smart and efficient the last few weeks. So, and that's the thing. Me and you have always had Goff's back. Give him some time and he'll shred you. I, I think Goff's fine. Goff is silencing some uh, some of his critics uh, with the season that he's had. Well, people criticize more loudly than they do when they their apologies are never as loud as the criticism is. <laughs> exactly. I don't think you'll get them. Yeah. But I don't think he I don't think he cares considering no. he's making like twenty eight million dollars a year. <laughs> and, yeah. and, <laughs> and he's about to get an extension again. They're gonna keep him. Yes. So you know I mean his yeah. life his life is fine. Uh it's a deal that worked out for both teams. I it agree. really did. You can't argue it. Like 
listen, I don't. I'm not a big Matthew Stafford guy. I, you know, I think that I kind of knew that he was injured. He nearly threw that Super Bowl away. Actually, like yep. they're they got it done with him. They win the Super Bowl. You can look at the long-term ramifications. The Rams are screwed. They're going to be stuck with Stafford until 2026. They owe him a ton of money, and they owe the Lions draft picks. But they won the Super Bowl. And if you're the Detroit Lions, you weren't winning with Stafford anyways. You're actually winning with Goff. Goff makes like $10 million, $15 million a year less. And you got all the Rams draft picks. And you never even thought the Rams would be this bad, and suddenly you got the fifth pick in the draft. So Amazing. it really is a win-win for everybody. Uh, everybody ends up winning in in this in this deal. So Cam, before we get you uh, before we get you out of here, we got one more bowl game uh, tomorrow. It's a tricky one though tomorrow with Baylor and Air Force. We'll hit it on game time decisions. Another full slate of hockey. The NHL has done a nice job. If you're if you're an NHL fan, if you're a better, there's been a million games on every night recently because they take time great. off for the holidays. There's not going to be games on for a couple of days, pretty much. So. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, big-time favorites over the uh, the Flyers, minus 305. Penguins host the Hurricanes tomorrow. Islanders and the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers are minus 160. Uh, favorites over the visiting Islanders. Capitals, the, the battle of uh, the capital cities, the Capitals and the Senators. The bureaucrat special. Washington and Ottawa. Washington, minus 115, total 6.5. Winnipeg's in Boston, where the Bruins never lose at minus 235. The Kraken and the Canucks. I'm going to tell you what. If the Canucks don't win this game at home, heads might get cracked. Like I agree. They, they lose at home all the time, which they're not as bad as it appears, can the Canucks. But when you lose at home all the time, it amplifies the problems. Like Because you're losing in front of your home fans, who are getting pretty sick and tired of it. And as you brought up yesterday... No team in the NHL has more 5-1 losses this year than well, the Vancouver Canucks do at home, which is a problem. They've got like they've lost like 5-1 at home like five times this year. You can't oh, do that. Like you're just you're pissing people off with this. Yeah, and then you go on the road and win, but people are starting not to care. Big time game against the Kraken and it's a bad look if you lose to an expansion team. Like, especially a team that's like, you know, right beside you in the Kraken. Big game tomorrow night. And the Kraken are favorites, Cam. I'm going to take, probably, this will be the end of taking Vancouver. We had a perfect night tonight, Marenzi. By the way, the Montreal plus one and a half. Glad that came in. Colorado wins in, in overtime. I love the ice. I'm actually sad these guys are going on holidays, Marenzi. I'd say force them to play during the Christmas uh, time because it's been good for us. But, hey, they, they got a break. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take Vancouver in that spot. And if they lose, I'm done with them. I know I said I'm done with them on our show. But this is a spot play. Kraken won their last game at Vancouver. If you can't beat a guy, uh, a team two and a half hours down the road from you that's in their second league of existence well maybe it is time to blow this thing up i will take the canucks as a home dog big game tomorrow night for uh for seattle and vancouver specifically yeah. the vancouver vancouver canucks yes. uh babano it is i don't think i can take them though because i took them against st louis <laughs> and i thought that was their spot to uh, step up and they didn't do it uh so i'm not doing it uh i wish that you guys luck but no, i probably won't bet that game the Canucks are 5-9-0-1 oh, at home. It's pathetic. That's brutal. That is brutal. Yeah. Uh, it's pathetic. That is, yeah. They're good on the road. They're 8-6-2 and two on the road. <laughs> yep. like, it's just... It, it's, that that uh, Leaf Flyer game, Gabe, it's... 
it starts at two. They have an afternoon. They do this stuff every year for kids at the Christmas time. They have a two o'clock generation two Eastern. Yep. Yeah, the next generation yep. game. It's 11, 11 Pacific in the morning, two o'clock in the afternoon. Kids' day. Next, gen next generation game. That's what they call it. Yeah, like yeah. Brainwashing. Generation yeah, brainwashing get, getting, getting fleeced. Yes, yeah, not exactly. to play for us, to get fleeced and pay for us, kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in your head. They get a they get a book and they open up years of misery and torture. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> It's kind of cruel and unusual punishment, actually. It really yeah. is. <laughs> Next so we were talking years today. of losing, yeah. We were talking today about weird start times. Wow, I'm glad you brought that up. So that's 2 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time. You are correct, yes. Gabe. Bright and early for you, buddy. Get your bacon and eggs out and get 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 that Leafs Flyers game. Probably over, I would think. Every time in these next generation games, they used to like have crazy like six to four games. That's off the top of my head, but uh, the Leafs should be able to handle their business against Philly. Yeah, no, it's a weird start time though. It is. You never like whenever you take players out of the routine and stuff. Over. Hopefully the Toronto Maple Leaf players aren't out at uh, club music right now. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Get out of the club. Wrap up with Cam on the other side and bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's roll. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Rancy. All right, the Rage Red at Cam Stewart uh, with us just for a couple more moments. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow. We'll be breaking it down Thursday night. We've got Thursday night uh, football. It's the calm before the storm, literally and figuratively, actually. We're going to go over the weather a little bit later on uh, with you tonight. A weather weekend. Get an early start time tomorrow in Toronto. Some hockey. Philadelphia Flyers plus 245. The Leafs are minus 305. The total is an even six. I can see there being some goals in this game. I can yes. see there being some goals in this game. Um, what's different about this? When you play these early games, it throws everybody off, though. That's what I'm just saying. It's just different. Yeah. There won't be a morning skate now. Like, point blank. Like, they're not showing up at 6 in the morning. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like, no. Like, yeah, like, there's no. It's now it's like, all right. I, there was a team last night. I forget who. I saw they said basically it was the same thing. They said they were on the road, and they – I tell you guys this because I see – I live near a hotel that the NHL team stayed, so I see their the, the times and stuff. It's some whacked-out times they deal with. People talk about, oh, the travel, the crowd. Or it's not the travel. It's like – they you know, dude, sometimes these teams are checking into the hotel at like 4 in the morning, right? And then they, they – some coaches are insane and make them do a morning skate anyways. But I noticed the other day a coach didn't do it, and the team lost. They lost. Like they didn't. They basically got in late. They didn't. They didn't go through a practice during the day. They just showed up for the game and they lost. So coaches hate that. So I'm just saying I, these games are weird in the morning. But I think there'll be goals in the game. I think Cam's right. Over one and a half in the first period. Cam Flyers and Leafs. I like that play a lot. And the, the thing is, you know, hockey players are creatures of habit, and so the goaltenders are used to their routine. So I agree. I think I go over in the game and over in the first period as well. Should be goals in that game. It's like Sunday mornings in baseball. They don't take batting practice. Yep, yeah, correct. They could if they wanted to, but nobody wants to show up at 8 in the morning. Who does? All right, Cam, good job. We'll catch you tomorrow. You got it.
Yeah, have a good one, guys. Big Babano. We'll talk some football next. Mo DeKeel will join us. NBA, bring it.